Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's good? Ladies and gents, after a long hiatus, how long have you been gone for? You've been gone for a while. Experts, we back. Yo, we finally back. It's 2021. I can't say post COVID because y'all. Some of y'all yeah, still goddamn it. Stay in post COVID. Yeah. But we could say this uh, post-sports COVID because it looked like sports is getting back up and running. Got NBA, full swing, NFL, MLB, everybody in their, in their glory right now. And then internationally, like, yeah, you had the Olympics just gone. No, we we basically win the Olympics. Uh, all type of stuff going on. Messi changed. Oh, that was yeah, that was Messi changing teams internationally. That's a big thing in Europe. Like we might not think it's as big thing here, but that's a big thing over there. So, the first time Ron went to Miami. I feel that, but okay. <laughs> That's like, I mean, we could, that's like a, a Jordan in his prime to go to the Lakers or something like that. I mean, that was big, possible. That's so big. That's so big that was. But yeah, uh, you don't want to introduce uh, your new face to the to the to the screen. Yeah, so we got a we got a we got a new a new guest. A new analyst popping through. You know, introduce yourself for the people, man. I'm taking a cool nickname yet, like like uh, Sanzo. But you give me give me an episode or two, I can think about it. For right now, is uh, it's just Graylin. Call me Gray. Um, Mr. Hot Take. Usually, people don't really agree with my takes, so I consider them to be hot, but. Yeah, you know, just great. Just great for now. Hey. Gray and Sanzo. Oh boy. Here we go. Uh I guess we could start off. Let's let's start off with um the Olympics since we missed that, basically. You know, shout out uh Shawnee, shout out Steven. You know they represented well. Brought home the goal. So we the best country when it comes to the quarter mile race. Maybe not the four by four, but if one person running, we got it. If all four running, I ain't too sure about all that. But um, congratulations on everybody else who went it, because who went because making Olympics on its own is an achievement, and just going there and winning. But just making the Olympic team and qualifying to get to that level is is a success in itself. Um, we want to play this before. So. What, was that two two Olympics ago? We won the four by four men's. Yeah, you mean the Golden Knights? Yeah, Chris Brown and and, and I don't know four hundred is seem to be our thing, bro. That quarter mile is just yeah, that four hundred is our race. Uh, we 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 got a stake in that, you know what I mean? We we didn't make a deal for the Olympics that so we could get a medal off of that every every year, you see. So. That's how I race. 
shout out Shawnee and shout out Steven Gardner, but like Lucy, shout out everybody who competed because that is the highest at the highest level. And you know, every year, I feel like every Olympics, uh, we notice something different from our athletes. And you know, even with a lot of our athletes being able to qualify for the finals, even though they didn't medal. You know what I mean? I still take a lot of shoots, a lot of skill, a lot of determination. So, so everybody who competed for us on a global stage. Yeah, because it really puts us, it really puts your name out there internationally. And then uh, segue in a little bit is now we have not just Olympic athletes, because you know Olympics is more individual. Now we have a lot of Bahamian athletes in team sports. Uh, summer league going on now. We get Bahamians in the NBA. We get Bahamians in the WNBA. We get Bahamians in the NFL. We get Bahamians starring in MLB. Like we and everything uh, except hockey. We don't really have no hockey to practice over here, but <laughs> we wouldn't be in the four major sports. We got basketball, baseball, football, and what the fourth one is. They'll be in the three major sports. I don't even know what's the fourth one. I'd say track, but that is that's seasonal. Um, yeah, we got uh, yeah, we in baseball. Yeah, baseball. We got the young blood for the Marlins. Yeah. And then we got we got um, it's a it's a couple of them because we have another yeah. one. He plays. I think he plays right field for the Diamondbacks. But he's not in the majors. He's more in the minor league. I think he plays for their AAA team. And then we have another shortstop. I think his last name is Fox. I think it's Lucius. Lucius Fox or something like that. So we have a good Bahamian representation in the minor leagues and major league um, in baseball. Then we, of course, we got John Quell. We got John Quell in the WNBA. Um. I saw the other day. To feed them farm though, because I mean, like with baseball, uh, we train them like from freedom farm straight. Into yeah, we, we literally breed them. Sport, you know what I mean? Versus basketball, where they go in the U.S. and Off. get training and, and yeah, like those dudes in baseball come straight from the soil, straight over that road. And freedom farm doing some big things out east. Yeah. And the thing is, we, we actually had a lot of good baseball players, even from like uh, from long time. It's just that we never got that exposure. Like you have a lot of fellas around here who always tell you, but listen, we, we had a lot of great baseball players who just never got to that level. But now where you get the exposure and you got guys going off and actually competing against other uh, um, players, now you get people like Jazz Chisholm them who could actually like showcase their talent on the on the big stage. He might even get Ricky the year. Every time you look at online, he got the highlights pop. Yeah. He's a fine favorite. So we getting there, we you know, I tell someone the other day he's the most athletic country per capita. Of course. Like we ain't like, and then we we don't just send people who is be like, I I don't want to knock it, but I just saying like the guys who we send is be above average. 
Like we ain't just like how other countries be like, oh, we finally get one player in there. We got fellas like Jazz game going for rookie of the year. John Quell Jones, I think one most improved in the WNBA. You got Shawnee and your boy winning gold. Now you got Aiden in the finals. Say what? John Quell is the MVP candidate. Exactly. But now you got you got Aiden in the finals. You got Buddy. Uh, leading the league or one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And then, like, you got young fellas, Kai Jones, blowing up uh, summer league right now. He dunking everybody at all. So it's like, when we send talent there, like, our talent don't just fill slots. Like, our talent actually stand out. Even from way back, from Michael Thompson and all those days, like, Rick Fox. I mean, y'all don't, like, count Clay, but I count Clay. Like they just a stand up. I don't play in those. Play, I mean, USA ain't want to play. California can't play. Play players for the USA. You play grew up in California. You can't come play. Yeah, but he play. Wanna play? He wanna he play, for play the with Bahamian team if he want to. His brother actually plays for our Bahamian team. Yeah, huh? brother does. So what's his excuse? No, Clay, all right, Clay can't get released. You choose. Jimmy, what's his excuse? He can't get released. Hold on, let me, let me say. Clay played for USA team initially, right? Now, Clay, has, Clay wants to play for the BAM team, but he can't get a release. Yeah, he can't you know switch. I mean? Yeah, so USA can't. That's like the, I think the girl who plays for the LA Sparks, she played for the US team, and then she wanted to try play for... A home team, I think it's Nigeria or some actual, some other team, and they tell her no. Because once you done play yeah. for one Olympic team, you can't just switch. That's like what Bam did. Yeah. Bam had to play yeah. for Team USA because um, he turned his team down. So now if Bam ever want to play for them, he have to get permission to go and play for them. You can't just yeah. switch. You can't just go back and forth. You got to get released. I just didn't think it was difficult to get released. I mean, I yeah, it I is because see, they try to keep people from buying players. Because if 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 you make it easy, then a country could offer you some big old lump sum of stuff to get you to come play for them. Especially them European countries. See, with how much they get a soccer players. So how much you think they'll offer one a Clay or Damian Lillard to come play for something out you call Slavia or something? Yeah, that's what happened with uh John Crowd, right? John Crowd plays for. I can't remember what country she played for. I remember she renounced some Bahamian citizenship to play in some European country. That was Ukraine. Oh, that was some, yeah, that was some European country over there. Yeah, which they have to Yeah. If you could not watch those, you'll see players be posting and it's, it's Bahamian colors and then. Like I remember. Oh yeah, Clay Bramas. Nah, yeah. One thing I could say about Clay, yeah, but, you don't diss the Bahamas. Yeah. When we had the the last international tournament our players went to, Clay was repping them. He had the Bahamas jersey and everything on. And then the the head coach of the BM International team, uh Chris DeMarco, he's the assistant coach of the Warriors. So Yeah. Clay got players, guys players in the players be wearing his flags, the the colors to the to the game. And you know, I even have a pair of tennis the, the, that has the Bahamian flags on him. I think he signed. Yeah, what the thing is, he signed too. I can't remember. 
a Chinese man. Hunter. Some cantor or something. I think he signed some yeah. cantor or some some other Hunter, tennis. Cantor, yeah. Hunter, and he has the whole Bahamian brand tennis. Like he, I see more of the clay than I see from Rick Fox. Nah, I ain't in Rick Fox, but I just saying I see more of the clay, Bahamian wise, than I see from Rick Fox. I ain't gonna Rick Fox, man. Rick Fox turned to Gallus now. He ain't really. Rick Fox always been a Gallus. On that boss program. Yeah, man. We, 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 but like I, I'm hoping that it gets to a point where. I, Scouts come to the Bahamas looking for talent, basketball-wise, like they do in the DR for baseball. Like the DR is known for baseball. If you want baseball talent, just go to the DR. You can find someone to recruit on your U.S. team. Like I'm hoping one day the Bahamas, the field is good enough, the quality is high enough. Well, you have a ton of scouts just coming on. I think I think that is possible. The only problem is like. We need uh, professionals to be that, that connection, that bridge, because one of them have to come back and say, hey, I'm going to set this up in a way to where I have a pipeline to get Bahamians off. You can't just have a Bahamian over here who ain't have no exposure neither. That's like one of us saying, oh, we're going to have a camp. But we ain't got nobody, so who can actually see your camp? So, so, but if I we get one of Clay or Aiton or they must come back and say, hey, I can put a showcase. Let's do a three-day tournament. Let's do a like a AAU vibe where it's Bahamian AAU. You get young fellas coming out of junior high and senior high, running for the summer, a couple of games, and scouts and actual people could come and actually watch and see who plays what. Because you know, you have to sort through. Because we got some teams that literally just run up and down. So you have to like, you got to sort through some of them teams because the team that wins the championship don't normally have the best player. They just have the best group of players. But usually yeah. the best overall player can come from the team who make the playoffs, but he couldn't carry them so far. But the championship team would just be a run-and-gun team, one of them fast-paced teams like Doris Johnson or C.I. Gibson or something. But that that goes that speaks to the other half of that concept to make it work. We have to start developing our players, bro. Like the US is worlds ahead of us in terms of development in basketball. Oh, of course. So yeah. like but that has to change because you can't just expect every kid to go up playing on crates and then just make the NBA. Like you only find five hundred more buddies. Like that ain't gonna happen. We need you're equipment. Six one. You're six one I mean, and you're can... in grade eight. You're a center for life. Yeah, of course. I mean, we yeah. could develop our players, but that also comes with facilities. We don't have the, the, the actual facilities to develop our players. Mm -hmm. We need some place where guys could go and actually train. Like, yeah. we have gyms, but we don't have, like, the rebounding machines. Like, well, I see it before, but, like, we don't have it, like, where it's available to everybody. You got to be a star yeah. already, or you got to be at a certain level to even get access to certain things. Right. So, yeah. in order to get the average 11, 12-year-old in our system, uh, we need more camps. I remember back in the day when I used to have summer breaks like this. You had Jeff Rogers camp. You had Kevin Johnson camp. You had Summer Thunder. You had Street Legends. Like, you had all type of different basketball activities and, and stuff during the summer that you could stay at it. Now, 
well maybe because of covid but now i see it that that doesn't happen as much i don't know if it's yeah. the price because i know i like jeff rogers you had to make sure say if you had to tell your parents from january listen john put a little couple dollars aside so i could go to jeff man because jeff ain't free <laughs> jeff ain't free so you had to put that 90 dollars that 80 dollars aside to go to jeff now nah, he's out of but 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 I feel like the camps in the in the U.S. and other places are all year round though, compared to our summer camps where you know we learn for one well, summer and then we go back to doing what we're doing. I guess. Yeah, it's like it's like um even if you look at track, right? Like if track up clubs over here, right? You got clubs with like you say all year round. Like do is just you know they take breaks seasonally, but it's generally like you wake up. In the morning before school, like you got five o'clock practice, right? Mm-hmm. And then you flip in after that, you bed up, shower up, and you go into high school. Like that's regular. Like I used to think, yeah. I used to look at that and I used to say, why we don't have nothing like that for board? You know what I mean? I think, I guess Noble probably was something like that, I guess. With the closest thing um, to that, yeah. I mean, Freedom Farm is similar to work. It's all year round. Cleaning, yeah. You don't have no seasonal thing. That's a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. wake up. It's like it's a part of your normal day. Like like you say, we only really do it for like in the summer with summer camps and all that. And then well, the truck don't forget the reason why uh, the way I look at it, the reason why that is is because don't forget now, a lot of times in the states you could get paid for that. Like that's an actual job, like a job job where these fellas actually get paid to coach and run these camps and stuff like that. Most of the times over here. You ain't making nothing off the top. So most of the fellas who run these camps and do it, all the KJ them and Jeff Rogers them, they are actual jobs, you know. <laughs> they are day jobs and stuff, bro. So like you, you can't make the money to feed your family enough to say I can do this straight across the board. And then if you do want to make the money from it, that means the kids now gotta pay because them stuff ain't free. Noble them and all these stuff wasn't free. So it's like. You got to pick your poison. If you want it to be every day, you could do that. But now you got to come up with monthly fees and stuff like that. And then are you going to get the top of the top? Because usually the best ball is coming from the bottoms. They can't afford no $100 a month. And Jordan Tennis every other month because they train playing on concrete court. Like, that's that's a stretch. Well, it ain't a big enough industry over here. Yeah, they ain't a big enough industry. That's why I say most more than likely a, a behemoth who gone off like how buddy them making millions now. When they retire, they could come back and actually run it without looking for a big return because they already set their money already like they ain't looking for a return from it. So we need behemoths who already set to to be able to to make that sacrifice to run it without making a return at the beginning. And then you could turn it into industry where now guys could come and look for jobs in that industry to be actual physical therapists and physical trainers and stuff like that. You could actually apply for funding from the government or a non-profit organization or something like that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, you know, like we got to, just like even if John mentioned and Buddy, we got to, uh, I guess, try to establish people who already have been off. They got to try to establish some feeder programs. Because, I mean, with, with like, D1 schools and stuff like that, D1 shoots, they, they probably get ready to get their scholarships from, like, the year start. They already didn't know they're offering their scholarships to, right? Mm-hmm. But even with, with, like, Jugo schools, 
right? A lot of JUCO schools is be looking for players, looking for talent. You know, if you could establish like a feeder program with like a few JUCO schools, um, to where you like, okay, listen, we get your first access to, to look at some of our top athletes, right? I feel like a lot of schools would be interested. You know what I mean? If if they know they could get real talented athletes that no one really looking for, no one really checking for, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of schools would be interested. So I was thinking of of okay. something along the line of more like a you know like how people in the states do like preparatory schools. Like over here, you could have a school where almost like how St. Andrews, St. Andrews actually does grade thirteen if you want to do grade thirteen. So like a lot of fellas I notice over here even when they graduate, they'd be like 16, 17. Even if they go off to the, to the States, they usually get, still get put back in grade 10 and stuff. And they go to like prep schools. So maybe if you could, if you could probably partner with a, a branch off from a prep school in the States, where you could start a prep school over here to say some of the top athletes could go there and actually get the training of the States. Because more than likely you can't offer it in every school. But if you get a specific school that comes here and actually have the facilities, they have a gym, they have basketball courts, volleyball courts, uh, a track, stuff like that. That means if your child is above average athletically, now you could send your child there from grade 10, grade 11 over here and get noticed and seen. By the time they graduate, they already streamlined into a D1, D2 college in the States where you could do that from here. Because a lot of people fair too is sending their kids off to school, especially if you like an only child or if you was a shy kid or something like that. A lot of people you might be dead athletic and your mommy still can tell you, but you ain't getting nowhere. You might as well call, I really know you might well call it a loss, but you better sign up for BDF and go and train it. <laughs> we saying all this, right? I think I mean, and you know, I got I give credit where credit is due because you got to shout out Noble because Noble for real they've been trying to. Do something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah, they got a preparatory that. academy, and you basically could say they got a feeder program, but like Niagara College, the states, they sure send all the yeah, they, definitely. They so they've been the pioneers on this. Hmm? They still do it. Yeah, from what I know, they still do it. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to them. So you could just use that. You know, that front, that uh, foundation, that platform, and just expand it and get it on a, because that's basketball. Like you could get it on more of a, a different level right. when it comes to football, track, even volleyball now. Because I feel we get a lot of athletic Bahamians who who play good volleyball and all. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Not a hockey thing. If we could get a BM in an hockey, that's it. Because <laughs> it, it ain't the fact that this boy know how to ice skate. It's the fact that you can let this boy fight at any point in time. But I'll watch every game he play, boy. <laughs> I'll watch every single hockey game he play. Because I don't know. He could be riding around, just skating around, looking for fight. I could be a real scrubber every time. <laughs> but we got narrowed. I mean, like, we like we making strides with a lot of a lot of sports, a lot of sports. Um, I think it's only a matter of time before we 
Sega Glam and a lot of these other uh I won't say little known sports, but these other sports that don't get as much attention. It's only a matter of time before we stay got claim and those. Yeah. Well, um, let me see. We could go more. We don't shout out a lot of our payments. We could go more international now. I see breaking news hot off the press. We got Patrick Beverly, Rajon Rondo, some Daniel Uturu guy I don't even know. Get traded to the Memphis Grizzlies for Eric Bledsoe. First of all, I didn't even know Eric Bledsoe <laughs> was on the Grizzlies. When did that happen? Secondly, this has been a long time coming. Finally, finally, Patrick Beverly is not on a team where he could ride and feel like, oh, what they call it, um, he's the spark or he's the general. I hear fellas say, oh, he's the one who's who's get them riled up defensively. He is the 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 I don't know all they were running on. They used to do. me personally. I never used to like Patrick Beverly. I used to watch him against top guy. Like, he is that guy you could drop 40 on, but he get one stop, and he talk to you bad. Like, he is that guy who's been, I watch him in games, and he'll get one steal, or he'll get one strip, you know. And I'd be like, wait, but Steph, Steph just finished the game with 42. Damian Lillard dropped 50 on you. Westbrook, you had the injury, Westbrook. Westbrook was going at you, killing you. You run into your knee and almost uh, uh, end the man career. You get dropped from Chris Paul. Like, <laughs> how are you such a defensive presence and fellas them dropping you, scoring 30, 40, and 50 on you? He, I don't understand he, this. He can't guard. Bro, Cameron Payne destroyed him last year in the world. Cameron Payne. You, you let him get one strip and see what's the difference. Screaming in your face like... <laughs> I almost wanted to cry, but what Luke was doing, I'm like, I can't name one player. I actually watched Patrick Beverly shut down. Like, in the words of Rasbrook, no, I'll trick you all. Like, real, he tricked them. I never liked Patrick Beverly. Like, he he is one of my most disliked players in the league today. Even more than Draymond Green. Not not by far, but more than Draymond Green. Because at least Draymond, like I say, Draymond ain't gonna let you go off for no 40, 50. Draymond gonna at least, you can get one easy 25 on him. But you, <laughs> not 40, 50. But Pat? But that, that, that prototype, that type of player is like, that trash talking is what ignites them, bro. Like, same with Draymond. He's going to talk trash to you. Same with Beverly. He's going to talk trash to you. And to me, that's, as, as according to them, that's their game. Like, getting the star player out of his game is their, their role on the team. But yeah, how are you bro. getting and them out of his game if he's putting 40 on you? Like, I don't like this. Like, Beverly. How you getting him out of his game? I think you charge it, niggas. Beverly and Chris Paul last, last, last in the playoffs. He was talking to Chris Paul. He was trying to talk to him the whole time, and it did, it wasn't working. <laughs> Chris Paul just lighted him up, and it was to a point where Beverly was like, shit, like, like I'm losing. Like he's, 
he was going off and he just he lost it and just shoved Chris Paul. Bro. Like he was getting he exactly. was getting frustrated. He was getting frustrated like, because like, everything he was trying wasn't working. He was getting vibrated up from a guy who almost fought him. Push Chris Paul, I, that was interesting to me. Like I never see Beverly run that that hard to where yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's what I say. You could be mouthed off with the dog and dog torching you, literally <laughs> torching you. He coming down every play, doing a little in and out and pulling up at the free throw line every play, and he torching you, and you got I, the galls to talk damn bad. You should I be shaking that my hand. Yeah, I low key thought Chris Paul said something for real, bro. Because like you say, I never seen Beverly lose it in that mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, there was no way Chris Paul into nothing, bro, because that was just out of character for him. He's usually the one laughing and getting in people's head, and he <laughs> he lost it, bro. He and maybe, maybe, bro. maybe that series really exposed him, at least for the Clippers to be like, yeah, Clippers say get him out of here. Yeah, he can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say exposed, but last in the playoffs. He did look bad. He, he did look like, like, and I'm just talking about offense. I mean, he's not a big time offensive threat, but at least in the past, Beverly was like that type of player who, like you say, could get under people's skin, could frustrate mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? And I think that is more <laughs> indicative of his defensive skills than his actual play, like his ability to get under your skin. If you let him get on your skin, you probably could miss a few shots. You could turn the ball or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But this year, specifically that Dallas series, wait, what Luca was doing to him, it wasn't right. Wait, Luca, Luca Luca was right. It wasn't right, right? It wasn't right. And when I saw that, I was like, I don't know where, I don't know where you could go from here. Because like, if you can't, hey, like they they put you on Luca for a reason. You can't yeah. do nothing to slow him down. He 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 won this challenge. Then, boy, like, how do you even play him? That's it. Yeah, I mean, and, so and and uh, yeah, I know we don't like him and everything, but like, I I feel like that's kind of the end for his career, bro. Because that's his niche. That's his role in the league. If he's not doing that, then. But like I tell you, I that's how I feel about Draymond. These guys. Y'all say that's their role in the league. But you got to realize, these guys, my thing is, I, I, I rate people who could do what they could do in any situation. Like, you know what J.J. Raddick them coming to do. You could put J.J. Raddick on the waist team in the league, and J.J. Raddick could hit three-pointers. You could put Kyle Cove on the waist team in the league, he can hit three-pointers. You could put Zion Williamson on any team, he can dunk fellas. You know what these fellas' game is. The problem I have with Patrick Beverly and, and Draymond is, they mouth off on good teams. Not them being good. The team being good. Yeah, okay. So it's like you mouthing off because your team good. And then okay. you individually getting torch. You getting smoked. <laughs> like, it don't make sense. Every, everybody, don't, everybody don't have that, though. Everybody don't have that ability to do what they do, regardless of the situation. Like, some players... That's how they talk, though. Like, fellas is know that, hey, I's a role player. Let me stay humble. Let me make my millions. Let me chill. These fellas is be capping like, boy, they going in the Hall of Fame. Now, yeah. I hear someone say Draymond might go in the Hall of Fame. I was like, boy, to, remember, as so... what, boy? Tell me, as what, boy? You got to look at nigga, what nigga accomplishments is. 
I ain't saying nigga great. I had this argument with the niggas a couple of years ago too. I say, but Trey Morgan Hall of Fame. Oh, nigga ain't got Hall of Fame. You know, Hall of Fame is more personal accomplishments than he has a lot of team accomplishments. He has championships, that's team. He has gold medal, that's team. He has a lot of team accomplishments. But now, when you break his career down individually, you really can put this man as a power forward in the same Hall of Famous guys like Kevin Garnett, Tim Dunk. Like you trying to say he on that level? Here's what I think. I think if Trey Maratari is right now, he is not a Hall of Famer. But I think if he stays consistent over 15, 19 years, yeah, you thinking about right now, bro. Are you thinking about uh, defensive player? Yeah, I'm thinking about first team all defense, second team all defense. If dude retires with 15 first and second team all defense, that's not Hall of Fame? Yes, right. it is. You see how hard they had to fight to get Ben Wallace? They just had to fight to get Ben Wallace in the Hall of Fame the other day. They was always literally, but Ellis was crying to get Ben Wallace in there. And Ben Wallace, I don't even think Draymond is not as good as Ben Wallace. Tell me I lie. Defensively? Yes, he is, bro. Defensively? My honest opinion on Draymond, offensively, he's one of the worst players I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> offensively. <laughs> defensively? Defensively? Draymond is a top five defensive player of all time. Wait, pun, I log me out, pun. Log me out. <laughs> He's a top five defensive player of all time. <laughs> okay, here's, here's my question. Name 10 players in the league right now that can go out 1 to 5. Above average defense, 1 to 5. So Draymond could guide a 1? Yes. Which yeah, one he could guide? Name a point guard Draymond could guide. I can take Best that. Bro, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, Stephen Curry. We could name point guards for Dave Chamaran. We could Campbell I'm Walker. Not, like, who he's standing in front of? First of all, none of these players are, like, stoppable. You realize that all these players you just call are unstoppable. There's no one but rocking anywhere. you say you can get one back. through five. I don't you can't call one. one through five. If, you, if Draymond is on a Kimba, Kimba is not going to say, I so I have barbecue chicken. Kim is not saying that. Wait, I got sent all day, but uh, uh, clips versus, this week. Versus, versus a Ben Wallace. If Ben Wallace is in front of Kim, but what's going to happen? Or any traditional center. They're taking him. Ben They're Wallace, not going to take him. Ben Wallace is not a traditional center. I, would, I wouldn't call it Ben Wallace. I'd say um, so, maybe... Uh, I guess... It doesn't mean like a big... Let guy in his position? Let me go. Say what? Mm-hmm. It's not his job to guide a one, though. Like, it's a one job to guide a... My thing is, I know, I, I understand fellas to say, oh, it's better if a fella could try it one through five, right? But I base you on you holding your matchup. That's like, okay, like Matumbo. Matumbo is one of the greatest defensive players of all time. But Matumbo yeah. can't guide no, no guard neither. Gary yeah. Payton is one of the greatest defensive players of all time. But he can't yeah, guide a center. Which okay. is why you have to respect and the and Again. the... And the... The, the the new album that he's creating because back in the day it wasn't yeah. it wasn't one player that could go one two five. Now that is 
Hold on, mm-hmm. uh, you can't say it was in one play now because Dennis Rodman got one to five. about to see and watch the Lakers matchups against the Warriors and watch what Draymond do to Anthony Davis. No, he's slamming Anthony Davis, but yeah, no, Davis. Davis, Davis, you can't stop these players. So he's not saying Davis had zero points. But no. crucial moments, Davis trying to score one on one. Draymond stopping. Draymond's getting a stop, bro. Okay. I get that. He's pretty good at guiding his, his thing, but I don't like when guys say, oh, he's a guy, want you fight. Like, you can't guard guards. Like, you can't guard a point guard nor a shooting guard effectively. You could come no, out there, can't. like you say, you may not get breakdown oh, yeah. to the T, but to say, oh, we putting Draymond. Like, you can't say, you can't have a game plan. And say, okay, well, we putting Draymond on a shooting guard no. or a point guard tonight to neutralize him. No, you can't say that. No. You got, so you I can't. That's what I said. You wouldn't yeah. say he could guide one to five because you can't do that. But you could do that with Scottie Pippen. You could do that with how, Dennis Rodman. That's what we mean when we say guard one to five. We mean if he ends up switching on a small, it's no liability. But it's no liability. Like, like yeah, that's temporarily. That's like. That's like us playing ball. Sometimes when fellas come off a pick and roll, even though I know big, they like to put me as a big. Sometimes I get stuck up top with a point guard, and temporarily I can hold my own with a point guard and tell the next play, and then, hey, you go back to your assignment. So, yeah, he probably could temporarily stay in front of his man, but that's what it. In the league cannot do that. That's a, that's a whole offensive scheme, bro. And, and on the Rockets, with Chris Paul's on the Rockets, that's all they did. That's across the jazz look. But, that was, was right that's an offensive yeah. scheme, bro. Exactly. So yeah, with Jamon on the floor, that's not a, a possibility, which makes that's it that. benefit. Which that's makes one thing I respect about Draymond. That's one thing I respect about Draymond. Draymond, he, he may be talking a lot of foolishness in regards to uh, offensively, but on defense, I think that dude knows what he's been talking about. So you think, he, you think he should be able to get in the Hall of Fame playing one side of the ball? Yes. I don't think he should, but I think he will. I, I think he will. It's a media, it's a media poll. Yeah. But when you base I it off of the Hall of Fame being the greatest of the greats, the best players to ever play this game, and you only play one side of the ball, the same football, like you can't mm-hmm. only play defense. Okay, but then you can't be biased though, because uh, uh, um, Steve Nash played one side of the ball. He played a bit, the glamorous side of the ball. I gotta say, it's media, it's a media-based award, like almost like the others, like MVP. Why do you think Steve Nash made win MVP? It's a media-based award, and Kobe was going through a case, so <laughs> it's like so we gotta be real. What? Offense and defense ain't equal. Yeah, the offense like, and defense. Why people talking about defense win game? Yeah, they say that yeah. so you could play some, but they know who, who yeah. fills the seat. Offense fills the seat. Uh, bro, I don't think I don't think, but I don't think offense wins games though. I think what? offense fills the seats. No, the saying offense wins games implies that you could win a game with strictly offense, and that's not true. I mean, if the, the objective of the game is to outscore your opponent. So if you play strictly yeah, offense yeah. and you outscore your opponent, don't you win the game? If you, if you play strictly yeah. offense, you, you, won't, you won't outscore your opponent. Let me show you something great. The Nets, the Nets is about to put that theory to test this year. 
Wait, so yeah, put a team best this year. But the, there's one team, one team in history that did that, and that was the Mavericks. And let's be real, they didn't really win. I mean, like the Heat just lost that. Well, uh, LeBron and, so when Golden State was winning their championships, were they the best offensive or the best defensive team? Oh, Golden State defense was top five, bro. I didn't say I say best. What were they best at? Offensively. <laughs> Rating, rating is probably offense one, defense three. They still was bad at offense. <laughs> Who was the top yeah, team? The top team with that year didn't win championship. Whoever the was the top defensive team, team that year no, didn't win championship. Be, it had to be a, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not saying defense only wins teams or offense only wins teams, but it's more of a balance than than you're implying. Like you're implying yeah, offense. We can say they equal. Right, no, I could agree it's not offense, equal. 50-50. Offense gets you to the championship. Once you're to the championship, the best defensive team out of those two will win. That's usually how it is. Like you, you can't get to the to the finals, or if you don't have a good offense. Like if you can't score, you ain't. Yeah, if you can't get buckets, you might as well count yeah. that one as a as a loss. Because so once you, you get say, to the other teams, done playing good D. And you ain't get no good old, you know what that means? Fellas can march you way down, bro. I thought we test this theory with the Rockets, though. But then, Tony, every year we test the theory with him. Yeah, but the problem what? is their offenses disappear in the playoffs. It ain't that they don't have offense. They just have it in the regular season. And then yeah, when it comes to cool. playoffs, it's like, he don't know how to play cool, half basketball. That's, that's the thing. Offense with, offense is never going to, you're never going to shoot 60% every game. It's always going to disappear. Defense is, is more sound. Defense is a high percentage. I can play good defense uh, every game. I can't shoot no, 60, 70 percent from the field every game. I say you can play good yeah, defense every okay, game. Watch this, Peter. You can play good defense every game, right? And you say your offense may not be on every game. But I watch still this. Get torch. You ain't supposed to be missing 27 straight three pointers. No. That's what D'Antoni do in the playoffs. So. You can lose. Yeah, man. 27 straight people runners. You can lose. That's, that's strictly offense. Hey, I mean, it's... That's what it's getting me, that's what it's getting me with, with, with analysts. Sometimes they say, oh, you ran into a good defensive team. No. You just said that some nights I get my offense could be clicking. Some nights my offense just off, bro. But you know, in the, in the stats, they can say, oh, when Draymond guided me or when Patrick Beverly guided me, I went one for 10. Bro, yeah. I went one for ten the whole game. Like it's yeah. seeing like, oh, but guess what? The next time, you know, it's cost it. These analysts cost it and be like, oh, Damian Lillard was shut down by Patrick Beverly. He gone one for ten. Then next game, you know what is end up happening? Damian Lillard scored forty five points <laughs> on Patrick Beverly because you're all talking about oh, Patrick Beverly is the reason why he scored. No, bro, I just had an off game. Yeah. The they, tried, they tried it last year too with Booker. Booker went off first game, second game Beverly break his nose. So Beverly plays in the rest of the, se- the series, but he's playing with a broken nose. He's obviously not going to be as efficient as he yeah. was the first game. I'm talking about Beverly. Beverly. Stop it! I don't. I really so don't think the media, the media has any idea how how 
influential they are in people's perspective, bro, of the game. Yep. Like, uh, uh, lot, especially these young kids. They uh, young kids really rely on media and social media for their their facts. And they have they have too much and Perkins. <laughs> Perkins and Richard Jefferson, who was tell these young fellas that LeBron is the greatest of all time, and then when you pull up stats, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, but Jordan not like they have to come with all this other stuff." Like my thing is, but I guess they have to make it a debate because it it's it's a it's a topic. And it's honestly, a, it's a money, and truly, it's a it's money making debate. Yeah, but honestly and truly, to be honest and true, it's not a debate. No, but I, I, I it's a debate for second. Not I, and don't don't laugh, Sam. But I fell into uh, what's his name, Nick Wright's trap, bro. Like, oh, that's he, another he, one. He, yeah, I, I know he's, he's extremely, but he knows a lot of things. Like he when he break down why people think Jordan is the best, it, it makes complete sense, bro. And I watched it. With um Steph Curry too, bro. It's the media once again. The media hyped Jordan so much because they were trying to make the game a global game, that everything was Jordan is the best. And Jordan did call himself the goat. He didn't call himself the greatest all the time. People say he didn't, but everything was Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. And the media made it seem like Jordan. But did he back it up? And I watched the same thing happen with Curry, bro. When Curry was on his rise, you know. And it caught him as the best. What? I've heard the media say that. Yeah, I heard the media say that. But question, even though they were pushing Jordan, did he back it up? Did he back it up how? By winning six straight? Three and three? three, and three? Did he, was he the best player on the court every time he stepped on the court? No. Jordan got swept, like, what, three times? Two, twice, I think. He lost in the first round. We're talking about the point when he became into the gold status. Hey. And you can't, you can't create the, the 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 whole debate about the goat can't be centered around what Jordan did. So it'd be like, oh, the goat can't lose in the finals. That's not true. Just just because Jordan didn't lose in the finals, that's a criteria for the goat now. Who I says mean, the goat can't lose in the finals? If he is the goat, that means in order to take him over, you have to be better than him. And if he has a spotless record, that means you have to but have a spotless not, record. But is it spotless? What what is the criteria for the goat? Cause see, when I try to explain to people why I have Jordan as the goat, right? I keep it plain and simple. When Jordan was at his peak, no one was beating him. But right? that was terrible. You have people on record saying, "I did not win a ring because of Michael Jordan." These are Hall of Fame players saying this. Oh, I wish not the I wish I wasn't because of Michael yeah. Jordan. I wish not I the team he was on. Error is him. And you I ain't got that. no one saying that on LeBron. Who's saying that? Who was it? No. Yeah, no, LeBron no is one the is... subject. No, right? here's, here's, here's why no one is going to say about LeBron. Because, number one, Jordan never went to the finals and his team got injured like like uh, LeBron did when Kyrie and Love went down. If, if, if Rodman and Pippen went down, was Jordan winning those finals? You realize that right. one of those finals, Pippen had a friggin' uh, uh, dislocated this in his back and was just a decoy and must he score two points a game and Jordan scored like 45 and they still won the game? I promise you if Kevin Love was a decoy um, LeBron was beating the old 15 (laughs) 
The old, not the KD Warriors, the old fifteen Warriors. Yeah. Come on, bro. The game it went to six games. That's it went to six games. Everything is a if. if but that's my thing. It went to six games with just LeBron. Okay, what happened the following year? The following year they went to seven games. The following year LeBron won. Barely. No, 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 no. I don't hear that. No, no, no. Listen, listen. That's the problem with LeBron fans right there. They like Go to ahead. say the following year LeBron won. They don't like to listen. They don't. Have to, they don't like to list everything that has to happen for LeBron to win. Yeah. Draymond, he could have easily lost that series. Mm-hmm. Easily, right? He was getting smoked. Draymond Green gets suspended. Y'all, Draymond right? Green, want to get emotional? I think he's solo, no? Huh? Draymond Green was suspended for Game Five. Comes back, right? Andrew Bogut gets injured Game Five. The Warriors lose their only center, their only rim protector, that allows LeBron and Kyrie to go crazy at the rim for the final. Three games that serious, right? So yes, LeBron did win. But the people who say, "Oh, because LeBron won this year, he would have easily won last year," like bro, it take a historic comeback from three one for this for this dude to win. Historic and a suspension like, and like things have to align for you to win. Yeah, like you don't just that's like Kawhi winning in Toronto. Like, you were that like things have to align for Kawhi to win. But that's my point. So when you when you speak about Jordan, you got to speak about the fact that. But them stuff didn't line, though. Like Jordan never really beat niggas down though. No, bro. See, if you if you if you right. if you're gonna compare Jordan to LeBron, we have to align everything. If LeBron, if Kyrie and, and Love didn't go out, I'm not saying he's gonna win, but I'm saying if Kyrie and Love didn't go out, we don't know what would have happened. That never happened for Jordan, which is which made him. Okay, you don't know what happened. Which which well, made him... what? Yeah, but what? like so we must discredit Jordan because his team was healthy. You can't discredit it, but I'm saying is understand that things aligned better for Jordan than it did for LeBron, which is why he went six well, and four. The team wasn't fully healthy in our last finals. The last finals, Scottie Pippen figured out the box. <laughs> the last two, three games. Wait, don't forget this will just make me laugh. You realize like okay. When when LeBron, even at his peak, when he was playing Kawhi, LeBron has switched off these guys. Like, LeBron tried to hide himself offensively away from people like Kawhi and stuff like that when he going against these guys. You you you, you watched The Last Dance? You That's saw what Jordan did when, when, when Gary Payton, one of the best defenders in NBA history, said, I was given Jordan's problem. And Jordan looked at the screen like, you serious? Like, yeah, I had problems the first couple of games because he was thinking about it a lot because I think it's, it, it was his father's anniversary or his father's day or something. After that, he clear he had torch. Just pure smoke them last couple of games. How's right. okay. the only team to really give Jordan a challenge, by the way? That, that, that's Sonic's team. There's only team in the finals to give Jordan Exactly. Challenge. Like, no one could say. Like, you realize even the Detroit Pistons, these fellas write a book, The Jordan Rules on how to stop Michael Jordan. And he still came back the next year and kicked him out of the playoffs. How could you write a book on a fella and still get beat from him? Let's not, let's not pretend as if LeBron wasn't as equally as dominant. The dude went to the finals for nine straight years, bro. It's the same. All I'm saying, the only difference between Jordan and LeBron was situations happening during his finals runs. His team getting injured. KD going to the Warriors. Jordan never faced these issues. Did he? Okay, no, no, no. You know the man retired for two years. Yeah. The man was playing golf. 
harga market with how you no, could do that that's how point. could you so like what, what issues yeah. did jordan face in the finals okay listen like i told you before did jordan <laughs> ever play a team as good as the 17 warriors no no never play a team as good as i get it i will admit it right however you know sometimes your sins they come back and they haunt you <laughs> dangerous way lebron first sin was making a super team in miami right and what do you say on that press conference i come to win not one not two not three not four not five not six he said i come to win like eight championships right he know he was like a man from then he know <laughs> he was trying to from the day on he was like he to run the for that. Right? Mm-hmm. From there, you know that. It just came back. The sins had to come back and revisit them. Since that, since yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a, a Le- LeBron defender. I, did, I hated Miami when he went there. So I'm not even going to defend that. But the point is, when you're comparing Jordan's accolades, Jordan's accomplishments accolades, because Jordan had way more accolades than LeBron. Jordan's accomplishments versus LeBron's accomplishments, those things have to factor in there, though. Okay. How, you can't ignore them. Like you said you just now, that. Uh, Jordan have way more accolades than LeBron. And reali- you realize that Le- Jordan at this point played five less seasons and yeah. retired in between. Like, people don't realize that, okay, Jordan is third all-time in scoring, right? First and second, and now, no, Jordan is fourth now because LeBron passed I think, he's fifth. I think he's fifth now. Who, who, what? Jabbar, Malone, oh, LeBron, and Kobe. Kobe. I think Kobe did then, pass him in his, in his last year or so. So Jordan should it, be fifth now. Yeah, but I'm at the time, when Kobe was chasing him, LeBron was, I mean, Jordan was third. When Kobe was chasing him, it was Kareem first, Carl Malone, and then Jordan. Before Kobe passed okay, so him. Jordan in fifth with Kareem, Carl Malone, LeBron, Kobe. They're the first four. My point is, uh, Kareem played 20 seasons. Carl Malone played, must be 19. I LeBron mean, played yeah, 18. Kobe played 20. Jordan played, what, 12? Plus, plus do you know what type of damage you had to do? <laughs> we, I come to visit, yes. I don't come to visit, yes. No, but no, you can't. No, 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 you can't not count the visit. No, when I say I don't count the visit, yes, I mean. I wouldn't add them on to his point too. This man was third all time, just in twelve Hold years of dominance, right. bro. But but the thing is, that's just a different prototype of player, bro. He's a scorer. Everyone on that list is a scorer. You realize that? Every single person on that list. See? Uh, Malone Malone was the Malone was the goat before Jordan. Malone was the best player in the league before Jordan. Everyone used to say that, but then Jordan came and shot that down. You know who Kareem is? Jordan, Kobe, scorers, bro. And then there's LeBron. Uh, my yeah, point exactly. Y'all say Jordan is a scorer, right? But fellas, don't you just made the same conversation about Draymond Green where Jordan have like eight all defense first team all defense. Jordan have a defensive player of the year. LeBron don't I'm have that. About the, uh, come on, they raw. Come on, bro. What? Oh, 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 they rob. Oh lord. Come on. You already have to tell us. Oh. We know. We, oh. we of us know that story, bro. Come on. The media once again. Come on. The media who love LeBron. 
didn't vote for him to get an award. LeBron is the most hated player of all time. What media loves him? Not by media. The media loved that man. Hated player of all time. They can say of all time. That's undisputed, bro. That's undisputed. Yeah. I mean, because, like, who was tracking that back then? Like, people like to make these stats up now and be like, so who was tracking the, no, hate, the hate meter back yeah. in 1970 and 80? <laughs> no one was tracking that, bro. No, because, I mean, social media made it worse too, made, made the hate even more uh, contagious, I think. Because I would hate him, but then you wouldn't know, because I wouldn't express that. <laughs> now, it's social media, so it's, it, it makes it more contagious. So, but the point is, um, uh, was it wasn't it? Marcus all made a third team all defensive player, but got defensive player of the year. That made zero sense, bro. Come on, that was clearly uh, the intention to keep to keep the debate going. You gotta understand that the NBA is about money, bro. It's about marketing, and that. Jordan LeBron debate will go on forever because it's a money maker. If you make it too close or make it too far, then the debate ends. That debate, that debate could never end, bro. I mean, it's now hard. people are starting to like it's not like I say more, uh, more and more people starting to relinquish. Like, hey, it's not really a debate no more. LeBron okay. windows are closing. LeBron could really win this year, and it still wouldn't revive because, like, what? Okay, you get five this year. Uh, okay, bro. Like, you still want even, five and ten? And the, but then you got to compare errors too, bro. There's never going to be a three-peat ever again. Like, that's not happening. Players move too freely now. Back then, whatever your team was, that was your team for like the next three, four years. Unless the GM does something. Now, you can play for a different team every who year. Who broke that mold with all this player freedom that. and player movement? That's a, that's irrelevant. The point is that's there and it wasn't there in Jordan. No, what I'm saying is the point is that it's here now and it's here now and it wasn't there back then. So for that yeah, reason alone. It but what does that have to do with any but the fact that it's because here you and it wasn't there. and then say, Oh, it's the era I am in when you created this era. But you right. created this era of super teams to for your benefit. But now when KD do it. When Harden do it, or when other fellas do it, oh, I in an era of super teams. Bro, ain't nobody say nothing when you go get the best power forward and the best shooting guard at the time and put them in Miami and get all the best role players and bench players, put them on your team. They were they were anything. The the, the best power forward, the best shooting guard, yeah. The role players. Eddie Mike House, Miller. I mean, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie House? These fellas was three point shooters. They were some of the highest percentage three point shooters in the league at that time. What do these fellas do after leaving LeBron's team? Mike Miller was a beast before coming to LeBron. Other than him, what do these fellas do? Y'all had Ray Allen, you know. Well, he had. What was Ray Allen? Ray Allen was was is a Hall of Famer. We're talking about Road Blake. We're talking about Eddie House. We're talking about talking about. You can't afford everybody, but. You can't afford everybody. And then, That's my know, point. But he's saying the best role players. They were not the best role players, bro. <laughs> if you already have a top, another top five player, and you already have a, another top ten player, shoot, you could pick up, you could pick up me and you on the street, and we get to beat the damage. Fellas, it's cool. And then the thing is, 
The thing is, too, you, people like to say that he started it, but did he really, bro? Yeah. Player wise, he did. You are teams that build super teams through GMs, through drafts, and through trades. But player wise, LeBron was the first player to start doing that. So because a player, so because a player does it, it makes it different. It makes it evil. It makes it wrong. No. Yes, because you intentionally did it. I'm not saying it makes it evil, but listen, you have to understand the mind into it. Sports, but you have to understand the landscape at that point in time. We had never seen nothing like that. LeBron was at that point in time. Most people would say he was at worst the second best player in the NBA at that point in time, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to have Kobe one, you got Kobe one. LeBron was second, yeah. right? Wade, we know was a top five player. So oh, yeah, second best at that point in time, We never thought it was possible that two players. Yeah. At the top of their game, would say three. We are because Bosch was giving fellas fits. Yeah. Now, when we when we saw Bosch join Wade, we was like, okay, well, okay, well, you know, Bosch and Wade, that's a nice combo, you know. Exactly, that's what make people. Yeah, know. Yeah. The thing that LeBron yeah, did it first, you know, is that he wait till Bosch signed with Miami, and then he was like, oh, okay, yeah, this way again. Oh, I, My thing I is, thought they had discussions before they went together. I thought they were trying to go to Cleveland, but it couldn't happen. That's my so problem. Like, why? Why couldn't it happen? I think he was trying to get them to Cleveland, but it was, I don't know whatever the reason was, but it wasn't. Yes, why? What was the reason? So they couldn't they go to Cleveland because he didn't want to play in Cleveland. He was done with Cleveland. Why true. couldn't work in Cleveland? Tell me why I can't work in Cleveland. Everybody got the same salary cap. Everybody's salary cap is the same. Sorry, Dad, that he the first. Oh, but the I first think even the, I think even the space space for freedom. I think even the space for freedom. Cleveland, so, you forget Cleveland declared Mark, Mark space that year too to get us next player because they was trying to keep LeBron. One other player though. One other player, yeah. We take a pay cut. I think Miami had all three. Exactly. Miami, These fellas Miami made it work in Miami. They made it work. They took yeah. pay cuts to go to Miami. You know, Why they, they take pay cuts to come to Cleveland? They tried to make it work in Cleveland too, bro. It just didn't. I don't know why it didn't happen, but it wasn't possible. So Miami was the next best place. Man, fellas, know Miami is party down, man. They know where they wanted to go. Think about it. You want to play in Cleveland? You want to play in Miami? Toronto obviously <laughs> wasn't awesome because that's not even in the oh, US. Nobody get no Toronto. That's right. At that point in time, like I say, it was unprecedented, right? We never did nothing like that before. Never. Like these three dudes at the top of their game. There's some stuff. There's some stuff you see in in You know what I mean? There's some stuff you see from Clifford yeah. Playing with the Giants. From playing for the Giants. You know what I mean? And they're them do the stuff in real life, right? In real life, and they and they let you know up top their goal was not to lose. Their goal was to build a star team so that they won't have a chance at losing. So when KD do it. My whole thing is why LeBron fans are mad. I mean, he only wanted to do Britain. Because they know it was coming after that. Pure turbulence. I mean, I feel like, you know, it would have been a perfect matchup, that Miami team versus that Warriors team. Obviously, that would have been nice. But I felt like LeBron did it. And I hated Miami. But when he went back to Cleveland, it wasn't, Cleveland wasn't a better team than Miami. So it was like, okay, yeah, that super team stuff is over now. And then KD was like, Nah, bro, I got something on my sleeve for you. So it was like, okay, why you didn't do this when I was in Miami, though? No. Like, why you wait till I left the high horse? What you do, 
you can pay for your sins. I don't want to catch you when you up. See, when you up, you on top of your game, you running that, you talking that smack. Now, you want to think you can go and chill in Cleveland and you all going to run through the East and then come to the finals and think you all going to buck me and, and, and Westbrook? No, bro. I giving you another monster coming out here. You ain't going to be no Westbrook coming here to shoot up all this rock. It could be Steph, Clay, Dream On, and whoever five y'all put there. You further epitomizing KD as a snake, bro, because it's like, okay, I... Oh, I, I, never, I never say he's right for doing that. I pick, up, I pick up a rock and I sock you in the head with it. And instead of you picking up a rock and hitting me, you're going to wait till I turn around, oh, yeah. start to walk off. You say I can catch you never. <laughs> but when I boy see in your head, <laughs> it can hurt more than when you catch me. You better catch me, you know. But when I catch you that second one, you ain't even see that coming. But this, I don't like I said. I hated Miami, so I don't. I don't even give. I I hate to give LeBron props to Miami, bro. I, I was the biggest dirt fan when they beat them. But the point is, boy, when I come back, boy, I was the biggest was dirt fan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes, when it comes to comparing LeBron to Jordan, when it comes to comparing the careers, you have to um, you have to take that into consideration. You have to realize that. Jordan Being Sam, had, take it in consideration. I don't know if it was the greatest luck of all time by just not having nobody injured and just... But he stopped calling it luck if the man dominated his era, but it's not luck. The man dominated his era. The man take two years off, played golf, and played baseball. Was older basketball machine. Came back in the first season and won MVP at the finals again. Come on, man. This is this like yeah. if someone write this story and tell you it, you wouldn't believe it. We're talking about six really years, though. It, it, it ain't, I don't. I don't like to do the what ifs when it comes to basketball. Like you gotta beat who in front of you. Yeah, because it's plenty what ifs, bro. There's plenty, plenty, plenty what ifs. That, That's like if Garnett had gone to the Lakers instead of Celtics. You think Perkins would even be in the league finals? long enough? Right. Chris Paul got his first finals and played all injured teams. Right. Exactly. Chris Paul was a lady, you know. That well, guess what? Brady leg and the Pirates are going down 0 What the You talking about LeBron meeting Kevin Durant and them. What if we got it Chris Paul in when it was 2011, 2012, and then still traded Bynum for Dwight Howard? Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, and Kobe Bryant. With the call that we had and role players we had, and Phil Jackson. You think Miami would have had an easy run? Beating that team? No. Look <laughs> all about that one ring right now. <laughs> to go to go back to to go back to San's point. What, bro? Giannis played all injured teams in in the playoffs too. You not realizing that? It wasn't just the Suns. Who did who did uh, who did Milwaukee play first? Miami. I gotta lie. This whole this this playoffs here for true. They was the healthiest <laughs> team. Giannis them won this playoffs because they, they was were. the healthiest team. <laughs> They play all. The, they play at Miami with all the depot out. Yep. Well, we, uh, I think they would be Miami either way. Okay. I, I think so too. I think they would be. I think they would be Miami either way as well. Okay. They play Brooklyn. The fact is, he was injured, right? Then they Brooklyn played. Was too old before Kyrie got injured. Yeah. And the, and then they played Atlanta, and Atlanta was up three one or something. Two one, I think. Two. Atlanta was up in the series. And then, and then, uh, and then Trey went down, and Giannis came back. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Giannis did not come back. Just what he said. 
Oh, Giannis didn't come back. Oh, so Trey, so Trey went out. So Giannis didn't come back until until the finals, yeah. right? So Trey went out. Trey, but there's that's the one. But there's no one. What Trey was not a hundred percent, but Trey was out. My point Trey is, if Trey, if Trey did not Trey get injured. Back. No, 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 I'm not saying the Bucs didn't have a good team. But I'm saying to you, when you play the what-if game, sometimes these other teams don't be having it. You understand? Let's case in point. Let's go to the Jazz series against the Clippers. Right? Kawhi went down when the series was 2-2. Kawhi went down. Right? The Jazz said, hey, Kawhi line. It's an easy series for us, but he ain't losing this. Reggie Jackson said, not on my watch. <laughs> And I, and I need contract. <laughs> yeah, he got to turn into a uh, prime give it to read us. <laughs> and they lose the season. <laughs> so it's, it's like, you can't like, always play the what if game. Sometimes yeah, you, gotta you can't play the what if. You got to go no. for, for sure what happened over Ancha. That's like you being a Schroeder right now. You playing this what if, you, you, you passing up on what happened. Trying to, to fish for what's out there. No, Should have got but, the 80 million and get my see what he get now 2.5 or 5. 5.9. 5.9 for one year. And you was able, you could have stayed on a Lakers team with LeBron and 80 for the next three to four years, even though they'd use you as a trade piece probably next season anyway, because they wouldn't keep him them full four yeah, years. Yeah, but he'd get money for Beal or something. But yeah. You would have been in a much better situation. And even when you get traded, you keep your contract. Now you're going to, to Boston to suffer in silence. What y'all think about this uh this 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 new look Lakers team though? What y'all think about uh Ross, AD and Braun? Y'all think that could work? Terrible. I don't see it. I don't what? see it. I say I don't see it. I don't see it working. I I see it working, but not at first. I think they can have problems shooting. And see, LeBron, don't think LeBron, one thing I can say to LeBron, he's very smart, obviously off the court business-wise, but he's very smart when it comes to knowing what he needs. That could find man. If there's anyone could find man, he need to open up a dating app or something because that could find a man. But it's a reason why we leave two roster spots open. We leave them two roster spots open because you know what LeBron could do. We can play our first probably 10, 15, 20 games. And wherever we lock in, if we need rebounding and a painted presence, because Dwight Howard ain't cutting it or Marcus All ain't cutting it, we can sign a big, probably the Marcus Cousins or someone out there. If we need uh, shooting, fellas, them going to get JJ Redick or what's your boy name? Uh, Kyle Corvo to retirement or something like that. Like he always does that where he leaves one or two roster spots open at the bottom to see where his team at midway and he can sign what he needs. But going forward, um, they could beat, obviously, a fast-break team. Because Westbrook, Westbrook is getting the ball off the rim. 
AD has run the floor very well. LeBron runs that's the floor it. very well. That's true. LeBron cannot run the floor for um forty minutes anymore. It's gonna be not. Westbrook. It's gonna be AD, and it's gonna be Malk running, and that's it. Yeah, we can I, be a I see, it, I see it working in a regular season. I see, I see it working in a regular season. Um, I see it in the regular season. They them being able to win a lot of games. I think. Oh yeah. At least one. The one good thing about Westbrook is that he'll allow LeBron to stay fresh until the playoffs. Yep. So that's the one good thing about and Westbrook. Because Westbrook, yeah, because Westbrook can play all eighty-two. So and I think that's what, I can give forty minutes That's the reason they got him though. They got him to give eighty and LeBron a rest during the season because he could carry the team himself. Yeah. Okay. So he he have enough to keep you competitive for the entirety of the regular season. So that's the good thing about Westbrook. Uh, he can keep you competitive. Uh, but the, the, when the players roll around, it could be interesting to see how it works because he don't want to guard Westbrook. They can I think it could be shoot. interesting when they buck like the Nets. But see, I know one thing I think our team could be the Built on people like to look at our team offensively, but the reason, another reason why you get Westbrook is because they don't realize how good the Lakers are defensively. Yeah. Dwight Howard might not be the high flyer he was, but Dwight Howard is a very good rebounder and a very good post presence. Anthony Davis was almost defensive player of the league, uh, not last season because he was in the season before that when they was in the bubble. LeBron, uh, he's a good help defender. Yeah, but it's not it's not even just defense. It's just bro, the Lakers are the biggest team in the league again for like the third year in a row. And they capitalize yeah. now. Like Maybe now you got run. So yeah. when you play in defense and you getting rebounds and you getting steals and you could be yeah. running like that, I think they can have plenty. Even though you can't hit trees, you could get a lot of tools. A lot of tools coming quick, fast, and in a hurry. So I I still think they got a shooting piece. Because I, who else they got? They get Kendrick Nunn. I don't know him to be a big shooter. Oh, Lord. Poor Mello. Mello, ain't, Mello don't know what he get himself into. The Lakers fans can love you. But if you come up there chucking up a bunch of air balls and shooting a bad, bunch of bad shots, wait, trust me. Fellas could be all over Mello. So he better come out ready to ball. Um, Who else we get? I don't even know. Because Caldwell uh, Pope was going Malik Monk, but that boy only put 22, you know. It's Malik Monk, nice, you know. Yeah, I like, I like that pickup. Yeah, he, he have a I good. Like that I, th- I think we, I, I hope we resign him. I think he only on a one-year contract left on his, his rookie deal. But he has a good ceiling if he stays there. He 22. I think Kendrick Nunn only 25. Uh, Anthony Davis only about 28. Like, we have a good young call when LeBron them wash this whole wave of... THT. Oh, yeah, Thornton, I think they overpay him, though. I ain't, ain't going to lie. But, like I say, I know why LeBron never do that. They smart. They use them as trade pieces. THT will ain't going to finish the season with the Lakers. If we do doing bad. How much you want bet? Well, if he overdoes, LeBron them is pocket your quick, bro. The next thing I think about, too, is the Lakers is the oldest team in the league. So, what effect will that have on them? I want to see it's a pretty my biggest concern right now. I want to see how LeBron can finesse the league to let him play the sun. I want to see how. Because you ain't going to have a high draft pick. The Lakers don't even have first round draft picks no more because you give all away for AD 
Yeah, I thought about that. I think, I think, I think LeBron is gonna, he's gonna have to leave LA, bro. If he, if he wants to happen, yeah. Either he can leave LA, or I think he can do that. That uh, remember that one year in G League thing you could do before you enter the draft. And like some players, is just get a team workout. Like you don't have to go to the draft to beat make the NBA, you know. Like you could literally get a team workout and get signed to a team. You really don't have to go to the draft. So if he do that, I'd be like, boy, this boy is hey, this boy is GM of the year. I can lie. LeBron yeah, is GM of the year. He ain't gonna send that later. He ain't gonna send that later. I, I, it's from all accounts, it sounds like it's not gonna be a high draft pick. So. Um, and the reason why I think he's using that as a marketing plan too, because to be honest, his son ain't the best player in that, that, that class. But they got some monster in them in that class. I watched some of them fellas tape and I was like, but these fellas ain't 14 and 15, bro. These fellas is monsters. But I realized that LeBron will use his leverage to say, whoever drafts my son now have the leverage to get me. So that's why a lot of bottom teams can pick his son high. Because they know that even though LeBron ain't come there and get you a championship and, and probably not play at a high level like how he used to, but LeBron will fill seats. Right. And that's why I think he won't finish his career in L.A. because of that same reason. He has to but go I, where it's under. I never like him in L.A. Anyhow, he come here and stink up our team. I, I, don't, I don't be into that. We appreciate the ring, though, but he could, he could, he could go. We done. <laughs> Hey guys, any any final words before we before we sign off? Um, well, like I said, it's just good to be back. Um, we gotta stay consistent. We gotta make this a we gotta make this a every week thing, and you know, get it more compact. You know, this is probably is one of our longest one, probably because we missed so much time. Uh, pun yeah, but wrap it up. But we we. We just excited. Like it's good to be back. It's good to see some sort of normalcy with sports. I don't know how they can move forward with all this testing and vaccine thing, but it's good to see sports back. It's good to be back. Uh, we have a new face. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a part of us for a long time to come. Good times to come. And um, yeah, we, we we stepping in a new direction. Pun one get what this is. Video going. Get a whole umbrella now. The solid pods. Shout out the solid pods. Now we get all that. I see you get a whole network now. You got the wrestling guys. See, I don't call names because I can forget people. I don't want nobody to get mad at me because I know everybody. So, shout out solid pods. That's all I can say. Shout out to, to, to the solid uh, for giving us this platform. Uh, like we be back for another another year, and we we hoping to bring you the hot takes. Uh, you know, one week at a time. So, looking forward to bigger and brighter things moving forward. Alright, so, that's it. I, I knew dog, dog, uh, just like a shout out, shout out to the experts for, for the invite. Uh, I hope I'm invited back. I hope I'm I'm a part of it for for some time to come. I appreciate the offer.